We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Start for the win. It's good. Shevsky takes flight as SGA plays through the contact, banks it in on the foul. What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast post-game edition as the Thunder lose their fourth game in a row to the Golden State Warriors, 106-98. to I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I'm joined by my boy, J.D. Silva. What's up, everybody? We are proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of SI Thunder. Silva, maybe the most entertaining game of the season so far. I agree. We looked really good. We looked, it was fun. I had fun watching this game. Yeah. Thunder jump out to a very quick start. They were up 7 0 early on in this game and carried the lead uh, as much as double digits well into the third quarter when it kind of felt like the offense started to sputter, specifically when Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, and Josh Giddy were both off of the court. Yeah. Warriors capture the league at the end of the third quarter, then never relinquish it. Although the Thunder made a few pushes, had a few chances down the stretch with about three minutes to go, had some open looks to maybe cut it down to about five, six points, and just couldn't get over the edge there at the end. End up losing it 106 to 98. Silva, I feel like there's a lot of things in this game that we can talk about that we can break down. So let's just dive right into it and get into those. I would be remiss if we did not start with the star of the game. I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of things, but we have to start with the star of the game. One, Shea Gilgis Alexander plays 36 minutes tonight, drops his first 30 piece of the season, 11 of 19 from the field, four of five from three, four of five from the free throw line, one rebound, four assists, a steal, and only one turnover. Shea was in his bag tonight, Silva. He looked really good. And I think his three-pointers, especially some of the late ones he hit, really stood out. Uh, a lot of them were – his his release is so much faster now than it was when he first got here. Mm-hmm. Um, he's taking them off the dribble too, and it looks so good. I, like, uh, he, he was he was giving me hope there at the end that we could really come back. He's the kind of guy that can that could do that. 
Yeah, the sidestep three is like a legit weapon in his arsenal now. You mentioned it. The the speed of his shot from especially off the dribble, from dribble to off the hand shot is so much faster than it used mm-hmm. to be. And he had a plethora of them tonight. He had those sidestep threes. He had a catch and shoot three off a Josh Giddy drive. Maybe my favorite play of the night didn't end up for anything in the stats sheet for Shea, but that first quarter he drove in on Andrew Wiggins and hit him with that behind the back dribble that just completely so nice. lost him. Dropped a dime off the dribble to Josh Giddy on the cut. Giddy misses the reverse layup, but uh, Darius Baisley comes in for the putback jam. Lots of very promising stuff from Shea tonight and a really rough night for the Shea's not even trying hard because his team sucks. Twitter He's crap. miserable here in game he, four of the regular season. Yeah, he had it going tonight for sure. It was a blast to watch. Uh, he just I like the emphasis on, on his passing so far that we've seen. Yes, I I totally agree. He's looking to to make the open pass. He's making good passes, crisp passes, getting in the lane, drawing defenders, kicking them out. Just really impressive stuff from Shea. Had a rough start to the season, rough two games. And since then, in these past two, He's just back at it. I mean, he's averaging 29 and a half points, six mm-hmm. assists a game in his last two. Yeah, the only hangup for him tonight was the foul trouble. I think uh, midway through the, the the last third of the third quarter, I think he was at four fouls. Mm-hmm. So, Ended the game with five fouls, yeah. Ended the game with five, yeah. So that always makes players, you, you kind of have to be a little bit less aggressive on offense. Can't be driving as much because you're afraid of picking up that last foul. So that was the only hangup I had with him tonight, I think. I think that's fair. Um Prior to the game, it was announced that Jeremiah Robinson Earl, the rookie out of Villanova, would get his first start of the season starting at center. I think it was a good move to get him in the starting lineup. Um, About the same size as Isaiah Roby. Uh, He and Josh Giddey are the same height, although JRE much wider, much more bulk on him. And the Warriors don't have a big man that's going to beat you up on the interior. So... It was, I, I think, a a fine matchup for Jeremiah Robinson Earl. So, tell me some of your thoughts on how he played tonight. I liked it. I, in general, I do. Have, do we have one game where each of our bigs has started? Is it has it been a different big yes. starting in every? Okay, yeah. Yes, I've liked the last two games the most uh, because our the big that we play can shoot. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it really changes the way our team looks. Um, and with a guy like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who can do more than just shoot, like he makes very smart cuts uh, made a, he caught a really good pass from um, Darius Baisley in that first quarter where Baisley drove. I just kind of expected him to throw his body at the rim. And instead he threw a wraparound pass behind one of golden state's players and Robinson Earl just happened to be there. Um, he shot fairly well tonight. I mean, he only took four threes, but he made, made two of them mm-hmm. um, attempted five or attempted eight field goals, made five um, really not bad. I, I liked what I saw from him. And like you said, he fit the matchup. He, it wasn't a big that was going to dominate. You know, they're not giving Wiseman any minutes at this point. So, yeah, I thought that he played really well. There's a few things about him starting. Number one, the center on the court all night tonight was either Jeremiah Robinson Earl or Mike Muscala, mm-hmm. two stretch bigs who can space the floor and open up driving lanes for guys like Shea, Giddy, and Dort. I think that was massive. I think having that spacer to start the game was very important for them. And I think that's the way they're going to to try to attack things as they move forward, not only this season, but with the rebuild. And I've said it on the show multiple times. There's 
there's just a lot of Nick Collison's game in Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy flashy, but he's so good in the two-man game. He makes the right read every time. High IQ, plays within himself. He's never going to be a super high ceiling player, but he's an incredibly high floor player. And he showed that tonight, just making the right read almost every time down. He rolls when he needs to roll. He pops when he needs to pop. He swings the ball. He sets good screens. He's so good at defending the pick and roll and space, uh, hedging, uh, getting back to his man, sinking, whatever they ask him to do. Just, I really enjoyed the way he plays because he feels like one of those connector pieces. Yeah, he, he's not, he, yeah, he's not like a standout guy, but he just makes everything else kind of fit together. He's like the glue in between the pieces. I thought he was older than he was. He's only 20 years old. Like usually whenever you see guys that are that young, they have issues kind of fitting, finding a role with a team early. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really know where you fit in, but it seems so natural for him to fit this role for the, the Nick Collison-esque role for this team. Just a bit modernized with the with more three-point shooting. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, JRE will be 21 uh, here in about a week. Oh, nice. So um, a little bit older of a rookie for the Thunder to take, but mm-hmm. I think he's he's been really well uh, in the first few games, especially tonight in his first start, 27 minutes. Uh, I thought he played really well. Let's talk about a few other starters real quick, Silva. Uh, Lou Dort, 33 minutes tonight, only four of 13 from the field, one of five from three. Uh has not shot the three ball well this season, but four rebounds, three assists. Again, just absolutely tenacious bulldog defense on my, and I think your early season MVP and Steph Curry. But what impressed me the most tonight about Lou Dort was the buckets that he did score. He put the ball in the deck. He drove hard into the teeth of the defense. He had two dunks. He had one drive where he just bullied Steph Curry down underneath the basket and it could have been a dunk, but he just went up and kind of laid it over the rim instead. I like his tenacity going to the basket when the three ball is not falling. Yeah. It feels like he's really, I can kind of tell he's putting an emphasis in that because golden state would let him pump fake and drive almost every time. And he just, he didn't show any fear, which is what you want. You mm-hmm. want him to try and at least make a play off the dribble. And yeah, he only shot 30% from the floor, but at least he's trying. He's, he's staying aggressive throughout the whole game. During that drought that you mentioned at the beginning of the pod in the third quarter, uh, when Shea was at, Shea may have just been subbed off, but Dort was still out there, like trying to make plays at least. And I like I like to see that. Yeah, same. I I like the aggressiveness. It feels like a lot of his threes so far this season haven't really come within the flow of the offense. He's kind of catching them and like a pump fake, a jab step, and then shoot, and they're not in a rhythm in a flow yet. Mm-hmm. I think once he gets there, he'll be okay. But the driving and the aggressive finishing at the basket has been very impressive to me, and I've liked it so far. Agree. Yeah, and then the defense, again. Like, we talked about it on Sunday's show, just the feral dog mentality that he had on freaking Corkmaz. And then <laughs> tonight, just the, the way that he was getting up into Steph Curry, getting over screens, drew two offensive fouls. Um, one on a play that was reviewed, actually, that was a charge. The other one on a Draymond yep. Green moving screen. Should have mm-hmm. got a third on another moving screen on, I think, believe, I believe it was Damian Lee mm-hmm. um, or Jordan Poole, one of the two. They're late in the fourth quarter, uh, didn't get called. And then Dort actually got called for a tripping foul. But just that bulldog mentality defensively, I think gets everybody else to kind of buy in. It's definitely some 
leadership by um what's the word i'm looking for like by example by example, yeah. By example yeah yeah it seems like the over the last uh, for forever the thunder have wanted to have at least one guy like that in their starting lineup whether it be all the way back to kendrick perkins into steven adams and now into a door to russ obviously had some of that in him a bit more reckless but uh yeah i, I like to see a guy like door out there leading by example because you can tell everyone else like feeds off of that we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, another starter tonight, Darius Baisley. I thought for the second game in a row, very decisive. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot of hesitation. Baisley ends with seven points on seven shots. Oh, of three from three, the three ball really a problem for Darius Baisley dating back to last season, but five rebounds an assist, a steal, a block. I thought he was very aggressive. Uh, he had some nice finishes, a dunk. Uh, you mentioned the wraparound pass earlier offensively. Defensively, I think he still gets bullied and pushed around. Now, he was playing against Draymond Green tonight, so he was playing off Draymond, trying mm -hmm. to give him space because you don't need to pressure up, play those passing lanes instead. I thought Baisley had a really nice first half tonight. So am I am I off base there? No, and he actually ended up being one of the only positive, like plus-minus-wise, one, one of the only positives on the team. He ended up being plus three in his 19 minutes. I kind of thought he deserved more minutes than that. Yeah, only 20 minutes on the night, which is strange. Got frozen out of the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. um, players that got more minutes than him, Kenrich Williams, Teo Maladone, uh, Josh Giddy, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Mm -hmm. So kind of interesting that that Baisley got squeezed out there at the end. I don't know if it was because of the shooting, if they just wanted to get a look at some other guys, but kind of fascinating that he got squeezed out. Yeah, he does get bodied by guys like Draymond. It's kind, it's kind of odd, like... Darius is a almost a weird body type. I don't know. He needs to be guarding lankier forwards and bigs. Whenever mm -hmm. you play against a team that's playing small, where they have some wide dude like Draymond in the paint, Darius does get kind of bodied, even though they're playing small. So definitely, yeah. He, he it he's more suited to match up. It feels like against guys like Paul George, yes, and totally. Andrew Wiggins. Mm -hmm. So kind of an interesting, interesting that he didn't get a lot of second half burn. And mm -hmm. uh, while we're recording this, I'm trying to to scroll and find some quotes from um, the from from the post game press conferences tonight about maybe why they aren't or he he didn't get minutes. Um, cannot find anything right now, so I'll look later. Last starter, Silva, Josh Giddy. 27 minutes, a bit of a rougher offensive night for Josh. Three of 10 from the field, one of three from the three-point line. 
but ended with nine rebounds, four assists, a steal, a block, and seven points. Offensively, it felt like those driving lanes weren't there as much for him. Couldn't get no. to that floater as often. Got his shot blocked once. But again, the dude is just a gamer. He gets in there. He mixes it up. He gets physical. He's snagging rebounds. He continues to impress me defensively with his ability to like keep his feet in front of his man to move his body. There was a play in the second half today where he got matched up on Jordan Poole, and Poole tried to drive around him, and Giddy slid his feet and kept his chest square with mm-hmm. Jordan Poole, got pushed off the ball a little bit and tried to recover there at the end, but it forced a miss, and the way he moves his feet defensively I think is very promising. The nine rebounds, the kid is just eating glass right now. Uh, three of ten from the field isn't great, but again, seven, nine, and four, really solid stat line for a kid that just turned 19 years old. Hit a nice catch and shoot three out of the corner. Really mm-hmm. uh, faster release than we normally see from him. And uh, you mentioned he got blocked once. The I thought it was a kind of a cool play because uh, whenever he got blocked, I kind of felt myself thinking, "Oh man, he just he's really having a rough offensive game." And he immediately picked up the miss and laid it right back in, like off the glass. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he just plays plays really hard. Um, felt like we didn't see him for a long time. He was not there. Yeah, he got uh, whenever, like a long layoff as well. Whenever the third, whenever our yeah. offense kind of started to stagnate, so wish I would have yes. seen him there, but very much so. Uh, I don't know. It's just still such sky high hopes for really Josh Giddy. Uh, he continues to read the game at just such a high level, makes all the right passes. I felt like tonight we started to see a little more chemistry between he and Shea. Thought so. Too. Some driving kicks from mm-hmm. Giddy to Shea. Um, that Shay, I mentioned it earlier, but Shay driving in the behind the back dribble to the dime to the cutting giddy. Uh, it feels like they're starting to learn where each other are going to be at on the court and playing off of one another a little bit better versus those first two games feeling very much like your turn, my turn. Yeah, one of the late corner threes that Shay hit, I think, was from a drive and kick from Giddy. Yeah, that so, catch and shoot three from from Shay was a drive and kick from Giddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to see, you know, three quarters of the way through this season, what their chemistry looks like. Like if we see very, if we ever see like a Shea and Giddy pick and roll, stuff like that. Definitely. Um, Off the bench tonight, Poku gets 18 minutes, three times as many minutes as he got Sunday night versus Mm -hmm. the 76ers, the Notorious, where he only got six minutes. He logged 18 minutes tonight, three of seven from the field for nine points, one of two from three. Two of two from the free throw line, four rebounds and assists, a steal, two turnovers. He did shoot an air ball. He did get blocked at the rim. But overall, I would say 90% of Poku's time on the court tonight, I thought was really productive. I thought he was sound defensively. I thought he played within the structure of the offense. He didn't try to do too much, try to get too flashy or too fancy with it. Mm-hmm. Really nice bounce back big game. From Alexei Pokashevsky. I agree. He's kind of, he's going to be an enigma of a player for a while. He was, I remember he, he was out there whenever we kind of started to stagnate in the third. He was the guy that was playing instead of Giddy at that point. Not that they're mm-hmm. interchangeable, but he was out there uh, and kind of seemed like Golden State. They're, you know, they're a veteran team. They it's kind of seemed like they were trying to bait him into doing re- reckless things on offense. Uh-huh. And, you know, there were a couple of plays where he, yeah, he did do that. And if, if Pokey was getting a lot of minutes whenever your team is, struggling offensively i think on average at this point he's probably not going to be the reason why you come back but you at least want to give him that chance to you know give him the time give him the chance to make the right play and kind of help will his team back uh yeah time like that so 
I think if we would have played someone else rather than Poku in those minutes, maybe we could have come back in this game. But I like the decision to keep him out there just to give him a chance. Yeah, give, get him some experience. Um, I thought he made a lot of really nice passes tonight. Mm-hmm. And he had a couple of really good offensive possessions. He had a catch-and-shoot three that he splashed through. He had a drive, I believe it was on, I think it was on Iggy, where he like drove, took like two very long steps, kept the ball high, and shot like a uh, a floater that was like just insanely high because of how long he is and dropped yeah. it in. Um, some really good reads out of some screens and out of some secondary actions I thought was really good. But then again, you get the block at the rim, you get the the airballed floater as well. So you got like the whole Poku package tonight. Got you got the all. whole he, experience. And he he had a good game, and he was the team worst minus ten. Uh, yeah, thought it was going to be another player that I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit, but it was it was Poku. Yeah, which is all right. so it's all right. Yeah, nothing like crazy jumping off the page from Poku. But again, I felt like he just played within the the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want from him right now. They want him to fall into a role rather than just do a whole bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. I also I feel like he did that tell. tonight. I, th- I think you're right. I, I can also tell like phys- physically when you look at him, I don't know if you can tell that he got that much bigger in the off season, but I can tell he's not getting bodied quite as much. Yeah. Uh, he does. seem it's, stronger. For it, sure. And I mean, anybody who's gone to the gym and worked out and started like lifting heavier weights, mm-hmm. you also just get that confidence that you feel yes. stronger, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that's playing a role as well. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Roby tonight got a total of two minutes at the end of the first half mm-hmm. uh, and notched zeros across the board. Very strange to only yeah. play him two Don't minutes. Really I didn't really, yeah. didn't really get it. Didn't really get it. Mike Muscala, 19 minutes off the bench, two of five from the field, one of four from three. Um, had eight points, five rebounds. A couple of open threes for him created by Shea in that fourth quarter that he just couldn't rattle down. If he would have, mm-hmm. I think there was a chance that Thunder could have maybe won this game Uh, right but some great looks for mike muscala created off shade drives don't want to talk a lot about mike because we kind of know who he is as a player yeah um you know he's not super significant to this team five years from now but i think the idea of playing jre and mike muscala playing a stretch big at all moments of the game minus those two that isaiah roby were in yeah kind of insinuates like what this team, how they want to play, which is free flowing spacing, uh, having open driving lanes. And I think it spurs the development of some of our, like it gives our guards and, and forwards more space to operate and try things. Definitely. 100%. They're not going to the, get the paint packed every single time that they go. You don't want, you don't want Shay <laughs> having a crowded paint and getting double teamed because he was, he was getting double teamed all night. And that'll happen to him all season. Yeah. But it's worse if you have Roby, you can't shoot or, yeah, Derek favors you can't and shoot. it makes it a lot easier to double him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenrich Williams, most minutes off the bench tonight, 25. Uh, he went three of eight from the field, nine points, one of two from three, two of two from the free throw line, five rebounds, three assists, a steal. Kenrich is just productive, man. He's he's good. Yeah, and he, he, just he flat out, he's just ball. good. He's a good basketball player. He can handle the ball more than I realize, I think. Mm-hmm. He, he gets to that little pass. midi pull-up a lot, mm-hmm. and it's pretty smooth. Yeah, so I, I like I love Kenneth Williams. I hope he sticks around. Yeah, he just does a little bit of everything for you. He can push some guys around. He can play some defense. He can dribble it. He can makes the right read within the offense, swinging the ball. He can shoot a little bit. He can finish at the rim. Mm-hmm. He can pass. He just does a little bit of everything for your team. He's a guy that I think every team in the league would love to have. I totally agree. And hopefully once we reach competitiveness again, that he can keep making those plays for us. Definitely. Um, I want to end the night 
Silva, you and I were texting back and forth uh, during this game. So I want to end the night with this. Um, Ty Jerome, another DMP. Mm-hmm. Rookie Trey Mann gets nine minutes, mm-hmm. two points, three rebounds, one block, yeah. all in the first half. Mm-hmm. Teo Maladone, 24 minutes, one of five from the field, three points in 24 minutes, one rebound, two assists, one steal, and a minus nine and was in for a long stretch in that third quarter. I don't really get it. I don't get it either. I, like, I think... Teo, I, you, you've been on the pods. I've harped on it a lot. Like, Teo is, plays very uninspiring basketball. Yeah. Uh, he is not shooting the ball well. Um, he's not good at initiating the offense. He's kind of out of the flow of the offense. He got cooked defensively on multiple possessions. And I struggled to see what justified him getting 24 minutes and Trey Mann getting nine. I thought Trey Mann was good while he was in. I think Trey Mann can create some offense for himself and for others. Trey has actually really impressed me with his defense and keeping his body in front of the ball. I did not expect that from him early on, and he's done a very good job of that. And for him to get like parked on the bench for the second half and for Ty to not be able to get out of the doghouse while Teo racks up 24 minutes and does nothing with them. Like I would understand it if Teo got 24 minutes, one game, and then Trey got like a big chunk of minutes, another game. And they were just trying stuff out, but we're four games in. I know it's a small sample size, but it's been the same thing. All four games, lots of Teo, very little of Trey mm-hmm. and no of Ty. And of the three T's, Teo, Ty, and Trey. I think the wrong one is getting the most minutes. Yeah, I counted up. Uh, I averaged out his his playing time of these first four games. He's averaging 18, 19 minutes a game, and it feels it just feels like we're not really finding anything new about the guy. To you know, to, to use a football term, there's not really any north south movement going on when he's like when he catches the ball at all. It's mm-hmm. he dribbles on the outside of the three point arc a few times, pump fakes, and then passes it every single time. Yeah, there's no pressure on the rim. No, there's no pressure. Nobody closes out to him. He's not a great pick and roll player. Nope. He's struggling defensively. Like I don't, I just, I don't get it. And, um, Nate Sanders in the chat mentions giddy 27 minutes, Teo Maladone, 24 minutes, unacceptable how close those two are. Uh, yeah. Giddy should have got some of those Teo minutes. Giddy should have been, I think at 30 tonight Mm -hmm. and Trey should have got like, 15, 15 and then that would get Teo down to like 15. And I think that's way more acceptable. 30, 15, and 15 versus 27, 24, and 9. Yeah. And it's like, not I, like get, Teo I get the idea that Teo is young and you want to develop him. Mm-hmm. Trey Mann's also young and has more upside. I agree. I Ty don't know. Jerome isn't that much older and I think has more upside, especially a, a higher floor than Teo does. I wasn't a big fan of that decision tonight. No. No, not at all. Like I, I don't know what he's doing out there, honestly. Uh, and he's not out there for his defense because he was getting bodied by their larger guards on Golden State. Um, you know, Jordan Poole could just drive into his chest. And I remember a, a play in the in the third when they were kind of uh, overtaking us on the scoreboard, where he just got bodied and pushed completely out of the way for an easy layup for I think it was Poole. Yeah, Poole. And there was another play where Poole just blew right past him, and and Teo didn't even have a chance to stay in front of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, just stuff like that's very discouraging and I would like to see somebody else get an opportunity. It's going to be interesting. One of our preseason bets, Silva, 
I said that Trey Mann would play more G League games than OKC Thunder games. Um, G League starts in a week. Yeah. Right. A week from Friday is the first G League game. Uh, our hope is that we will be in the building covering uh, those first two G League games next Friday and next Sunday. It's going to be interesting to see if these young guys get some, like which of these young guys get sent down to the G League for those two games. I kind of think Teo could like find some use out of the G League. I thought he, the reason why I was more optimistic on Teo and coming into the season uh, was his preseason play, like a preseason and uh, I believe summer, league. summer league. Yes, mm-hmm. summer league. Um, I thought he looked better there. Like he's playing against much worse players, but his the actions at least he was taking on the court it kind of gave me some optimism but he hasn't shown that yet yeah it's just four games but i don't know maybe he needs uh to play against a lower level of competition to get that confidence to make a move offensively definitely so what's going to be interesting next week speaking of the g league their season opening game is at home friday uh, november 5th Mm -hmm. the thunder do not play that night they play the night before that thursday out in la they do the thunder do not have a game friday night so it's going to be interesting to see, do they send a lot of guys back to OKC early to play in that G League game that night? And then what becomes really interesting is the G League affiliate, the Blue, plays Sunday at 11 a.m. at the Paycom Center. And then the Thunder plays Sunday at 6 p.m. at the Paycom Center, seven hours later. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see which young guys play in that G League game in the morning and which young guys get to play for the Thunder that night because let's say um i don't know let's say like ty and teo playing the g league game that means that trey man should get most of those nba minutes that night or vice versa you know and so it's going to be kind of fascinating whenever dagnall is sending guys down to the g league or the front office is sending guys down to the g league and you have less guys to absorb minutes for the nba um that, that means those guys are getting more playing time because there's less total players to take up those minutes. Yeah, one way or another, I think the G League is going to alleviate some of our frustrations with what's going on right now as far as minute distributions. Mm-hmm. Either it's going to send guys like Trey Mann and Vitt and maybe Ty Jerome to the G League, and they're going to give Teo a ton of minutes here. Well, hopefully that will show them one way or another that how they really feel about Teo maybe, as a player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So again, the hope is that we will be in the building. The young contestant will be covering uh, those G League games on Friday and Sunday and bringing you guys some updates. Uh, So we will see. Silva, with that, anything else from tonight? Again, probably the most entertaining game of the season so far. I thought we saw a lot of really positive things from this team. And they get a chance to run it back again in 24 hours. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad that I'm having fun watching the team. I, I know that's, that's a concern with a lot of people in the national NBA media right now that our team is just depressing and we get to get Shea out of here. But like we, this, we yeah, were they, they made against, the assumption off two games of the 82 game season. Yeah, uh, we were playing against Golden State, which is projected to be a really good team this year. And we, we stuck with them for the most part. And, you know, our goals are player development rather than just being playing our most competitive players at this given time. Um, and I like I like what I'm seeing so far. I do hope we get a win soon so we can get that zero off the, uh, the win-loss record, but I'm feeling good about our team. Agreed. Agreed. I feel good. I made a prediction Sunday night that they would win Wednesday against the Lakers. So be rich. We will see. It'll be rich. Uh, Lakers barely beat the Spurs tonight. One by oh, two. is that game over? 
Yep. There's, there is no LeBron tonight, so we'll see if LeBron plays tomorrow. Yep. Awesome. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining the Uncontested. A lot of you are in the live stream tonight. Thanks for joining, man. We enjoyed seeing all the comments. If you listen to the podcast version of this, what's up? Make sure to drop that five-star rating. Hit that subscribe button wherever you download your podcast from, as we'll be coming to you again tomorrow night after the Thunder take on the Lakers. And then I think the next game is Saturday night. We'll be back with you again then. And then, as always, our Sunday night, 9 p.m. live stream. So join us for all of those. Have a great Wednesday. If you're in the Oklahoma area, hope your house stays safe from all these storms blowing in. We will talk to you guys in about 24 hours. Until then, as always, Thunder Up! If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.